Hi team, welcome back to Becoming a Doctor. I'm Kira, a third year medical student at the University of Birmingham. And I'm Lucy, a second year medical student at the University of Cambridge. Welcome back to our podcast series where we bring you honest insights about life as a medical student, discuss current affairs and talk to guests to inform and motivate you on your journey to becoming a doctor. Before we jump into this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media at How to Become a Doctor with Dr. Svelte DR, where we'll be posting behind the scenes, doing live Q&As and much more. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today we're here with Rahul, who is one of the students we're getting to talk about contingency planning. So Rahul, you came through adjustment for medicine, didn't you? Could you talk to us a little bit about that experience? Wait, first of all, can you just tell us what year you're in and what uni you're at, please? Oh yeah, that's probably quite helpful. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I'm a fourth year medic at uh, St George's, University of London. So yeah, so with adjustment, it's, it's quite a new process, especially um, when I applied four years ago, I believe. And back then it was quite a new process. So there wasn't much information around the whole process. So just to sort of define what adjustment is for everyone who might not know, it's, it's, it's similar to clearing, um, but it's, it's for students who, whose results have exceeded their predicted grades. And so these students can use this process to apply for a course with a higher entry requirement than they thought that they, they would meet. And for me, it was quite a, a good sort of system, especially in the situation I was in. So if I'm talking about my like sort of personal story, I've always wanted to do medicine. Um, but when I received my predicted grades from school, they weren't enough to read medicine at uni. So I had to make a lot of backup plans, you know, talking to teachers at school um, because like they, they, they asked me whether medicine was the course I wanted to do, because if I didn't get my predicted grades, mm-hmm. is medicine the right choice? And I've always sort of stuck with it. And they said, you know what, there are loads of backup plans that you could do. You could do a BSc and then do graduate entry medicine, or you can take a gap year depending on my grades. Um, So if my grades were good enough, I could take a gap year and apply again. Um, Or I can just do a three-year course at another uni and then apply Mm -hmm. for a graduate entry medicine that way. So those were the two sort of backup plans I had after I received my predicted grades. And then... Sort of early on in the academic year, my I had a friend who told me about this adjustment sort of system, and he got got into St George's that way. So he told me about it, and he said, "Listen, I I, I didn't get any any interviews, and I I went through adjustment. And for me, it was quite a new thing. Um, I've heard about clear, and I didn't really hear about adjustment. So I did a little bit more research, and I, I believe that year was like the second year they've." they've done they've introduced this adjustment system so it's still quite new back then um so i wasn't sure whether they were going to do it for my my year so i did a little bit more research about it about what you need so there wasn't much information at the start of the year because the the previous UCAS sec had just finished so they didn't really open any applications or anything so i just went off the idea that adjustment will still happen for me and so i sort of studied the way I would have studied to get the highest grades possible so that was my focus for the whole of year 13 to get the highest grades I could um, just in case this adjustment system was open and then I could utilize that um, so yeah mm. so just, can I just clarify so you mentioned you, your grades you didn't think you'd be able to get into medicine and they yeah. kind of started helping yeah. you with backup plans did you um, apply for courses that weren't medicine and then through 
adjustment change your course to medicine? Um, I think I'm a bit lost. Yeah, so that's that's what I did. So I had offers for sort of neuroscience. That was the BSc that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it's results day, you you, you call up um, universities. So I, I believe the only university that did adjustment at that time was St. George's. So I called them up um, because my grades were a lot higher than my predicted grades. Um, and they offered me an interview, mm-hmm. um, which was, and you get to decide when the interview was, but my interview was the day after my results day. So it was, it was quite sort of wow. um, a short time. And then luckily I got the offer the day after my interview. And then on your UCAS, it will change to your, your um, previous choice. So my BSc choice, my neuroscience choice got changed to a medicine offer at St. George's. So they kind of do all of that for you. But I think the, the main reason why the whole adjustment process was easier for, for me was because I was prepared for it the whole year. Um, and I had that sort of contact who told me to sort of work for, for it for the whole year make sure you're prepared on the day um, and make sure because the whole year I, um, I I knew that if I got the grades I needed, they would have to interview me. And so I made sure I prepared for a possible interview because well, when I did get the interview, it was the day after my results day. And that wasn't like, if I didn't prepare for it, I wouldn't have enough time to sort of do anything about it, especially like when it's results day and you got good, like decent grades, you'll be happy about it. You want to celebrate with your friends. You don't really want to be going home and then revising. Mm-hmm. So um, what I did was I made sure I prepared for it the whole year because all my other friends were preparing for medicine interviews. So I just sat with them um, and made sure I prepared for it. Um, and in the summer, after my A-levels finished, I did a couple of weeks of work experience as well. Um, I didn't need to. I had, I'd had work experience mm-hmm. before, but um if i you know it would be good to have some sort of recent work experience that i could talk about in the interview so um, all that preparation helped me a lot and you know made gave me a lot of sort of support during the whole interview process and i guess it worked out well did you have a personal statement at all did they expect you to write one on the results scan yes do that or was it just a few questions on the phone no it was just a few questions on the phone so um straight after so what i did beforehand was made sure i had the st george's um, hotline on my phone on like a (laughs) speed dial um so like because on the day it's going to be really like busy isn't it so as soon as my result i found out my results i remember not even telling my parents not even telling anyone i just jumped out of school um and just called them straight away um and even then this was really early in the morning that i still had to wait and like 10 15 minutes to get a sort of a spot and then they would ask you questions over the phone about sort of your GCC grades your a-level grades just basic information about your UCAS so it's good to have that prepared beforehand and did you when you were on the phone did you have to say you wanted to apply through adjustment is, is it a special number for adjustment or is it and is it the same number for clearing uh, I believe it was the same number um, if I what I did was there are numbers on the on the website. So if, if it is a um, option for you, I think it's best to go into the website and make sure that you get the right number. But when I applied, it was the same number. Okay. And is there like is there a UCAS adjustment like website? I don't know. Is a is like yeah go through to um, the unis. That's 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 sort of the difficult thing because you don't know what unis will like open like an adjustment system. Um, but I know UCAS has like an adjustment website. I think if you just search up UCAS adjustment, it will just tell you the whole process and what you kind of have to do. It doesn't tell you what unis 
go through adjustment, but I know St. George's are going through adjustment this year, and that's one uni that you could apply to, especially for medicine, but I'm not sure about other unis. But again, that's all that's part of the whole preparation and research that you kind of have to do during the year. So when it comes to results day, you know who to contact, um, you have the numbers that you need. Um, so everything's just quick for you and slick. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Did you have to do a UCAT or a UKCAT when you were applying? Yeah, so I I did everything that I needed to um, as if I was applying to medicine. So I did the UKCAT um, and I did the UKCAT, oh, yeah. I did the person for everything. Um, obviously, I didn't send off the medicine person name. I had to change it into a um, neuroscience one. One thing that St. George's do is you need to meet their minimum requirements for UKCAT. So you, if you don't get the minimum requirements for the UK cap, then you don't get a place. So you need to get the minimum requirements plus meet their grade requirements, and then you'll get an interview, and then obviously go through the interview. Right. But yeah. And so some people might still be thinking, well, how is this different to clearing? And I guess the answer is that you still you kept your neuroscience place until you'd you'd. Yeah. Um, until you got your medicine offer from St George's, is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's targeted at a niche sort of like a particular group of people because I knew like when I was doing it, I was the only one that I knew was who's going through this whole adjustment process. There wasn't a lot of people that I could do it with, so I guess it's with people who might have not got their sort of predicted grades for medicine and are thinking of you know doing a three year course or taking a gap year, and if 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 someone wants to do medicine and they don't care where to like where they want to go um right. and they just want to you know just do it and they've got the grades that they need to get they've you know got um a good uk cat score then i guess this is a really good sort of option and one i guess one final question i had is is how did you find it because i know applying to medicine is hard enough as it is when you kind of know when you can't even even if you're getting offers at the end of it it's not an easy process do you have any tips for people that are kind of going through it and i guess it's all very much ifs and buts even up to the day before you get your results and the day you offer your results do you have any tips how people can cope with that maybe i think one good tip that I got told was always have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D. Um, so you need to kind of prepare for anything that could happen. Um, so that's what I, mm-hmm. I I had a couple of plans for myself on that day because my plan A was, okay, I'm going to get the grades that I needed. I can apply to St. George's. But what if they don't do adjustment on that day? What if I don't get the grades that I want? Then I have to find yeah. another plan. Um, I guess having multiple plans and making sure that you've kind of covered all your bases is the best way to approach, especially an oversubscribed course such as medicine and results day can go very unpredictable. Um, If you don't get your offers, it doesn't mean that you're not going to do medicine in the future. And there are so many other pathways, which I wish I knew back in the day, because for me, it was just this one path. But meeting like at university, you meet so many people from so many walks of life. You realize they came through all like different journeys, but I appreciate that when you're in that situation, you feel like it's the end of the world, but it really isn't. Um, I guess talking to loads of people who've come through different sort of pathways, you know, graduate entry medicine, gap years, adjustment, clearing, you realize that, you know, there isn't one way to medicine. So I guess my, my top tip would probably be always have a sort of three, four plans just in case things don't work out. Amazing. 
Well, thank you ever so much for chatting to us today. It's been very helpful. I had no idea what adjustment was before we spoke to you, and now I feel like I know what it is. So I think mission accomplished. Thank you. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did find it helpful, please do share this podcast with others who may also benefit. Make sure you hit subscribe to be notified when our next episode is released and leave us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at how to become a doctor with Dr. Spell DR for exclusive quizzes, behind the scenes content and to stay up to date with all things how to become a doctor. Don't forget to follow at MedicMentor2 to learn more about other opportunities to enhance your application. Please do comment under the Instagram posts for each episode if you've got any thoughts, questions, things you like, things we could do differently and what you'd like us to talk about next because we obviously want to do everything we can to support you and let us know and we are very receptive. That's all so take care guys. Have a good one. Bye! Bye.